Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Life Transformational Self-Help Production. I am your host, Wilhelmina, and Happy New Year to everyone. I pray that you have a blessed 2024 and you walk in your gift. And today, I will be sharing with you of something new. There is a book that I have been writing since 2015, and the reason I have this podcast is because that's where it all started. So today I will share with you the introduction to this book. And the title of my book is Signs of Having Demonic Spirits Writing Your Back, Book One. And I have mentioned it in my episode. So this episode, which is season six, episode eight. It is the one that I am going to um, present this in. So I hope you enjoy it. And before I do that, I want to do a little prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we ask in that, Father, that let, that let your word saturate the minds, heart, body, and souls of your listeners here. And use me, Lord as the PA system found from heaven to draw others to you, draw all your people back to you, every soul that is listening, Lord. I'm asking that prick the heart of each soul here. Whatever is not lined up in your will, Father, asking that your will be done, that it be lined up, that they will reflect on how to better serve worship, praise, and honor you because you are worthy of all praise. We love you and we are praying that um, all who is going through um, any kind of physical hardship, any medical struggles, and any kind of um, spiritual warfare, Lord, be their standard to lift them above what they see and help them to keep their eyes focus on you because Lord it is you who sustain them and Father God help them to believe in what you speak in your word and through communication of the Holy Spirit Father God help them to understand that it is according to their perceptions of who you are and who they are that things will be manifested. And we're not praying about physical things. We're actually trying to pray about spiritual things that are stored up for heaven because the the physical, it will pass away. It is only temporary. We are seeking and desiring something far greater than the physical. Something that is eternity, Lord. And that is eternity with you. So, Father God, Uh, Speak to your people and give them direction, correction, and not only that, Father God, deliver, heal, and Father God, help them to be focused because the enemy is busy. And I pray that the sound system of their PA system of their soul, Lord, it will hear your voice and drown out every voice that try to come up against the knowledge of God casting down imaginations and 
bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of your son, Jesus Christ. We give you all the honor, all the praise, and cause everyone to have a blessed 2024, Lord, that they will go step by step, order them set their steps, Lord, so that they will be prosperous, productive in everything that they do, and blessed in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Hello, everyone. And welcome to Life Transformational Self-Help. I am your host, Wilhelmina, and today I am introducing my book, which coincides with my podcast. It is titled, Science of Having Demonic Spirits Riding Your Back. So, I will introduce to you the first part of it, which is the introduction, um, so you have a little bit of a clarity of what I'm talking about in my episodes and how we can change the walk that we're on, change it to walking for God, walking in righteousness, holiness, and and sanctification, purification. So as I begin, it starts out in our introduction. In life, we experience ups and downs which are due to the choices we've made that's in our past. Whether you are a Christian believer or not, the journey in this book, it will point or it will direct you into the main causes and effects which is felt by every human on earth. It will help you bring a resolution or a solution to solving your problems And where there is a problem, there is a solution. And the solution is Jesus. In this series of books, I'm exposing the very works and workers inside and outside of our enemy's camp. Our enemy is the devil, Satan. That's our adversary. And um, so hold on, because this could be a long and bumpy ride for some of us. But for most of us, we may have it easy. It may be as easy as being smooth into transitioning into your change. I would like to first bring clarity to what a demonic spirit is and its purpose in life. Also, I would like to identify their connection to our adversary and their negative effects on human behavior. In the book of Jude, verse 6 speaks of demons as fallen angels, meaning they follow their true master, Satan, who was kicked out of heaven because of his arrogance and um, him wanting to be God. Along with him, he pulled a third of the angels, which became fallen angels. And um, they were created perfect by God, and they were given a choice to obey and do God's will or to disobey and do the will of Satan. They chose to do the will of Satan. Just as they were given a choice to do God's will 
or the will of something other than God, in opposition of God. We as humans have been given the same freedom of choice. And it's for us to try to make the right choice. Fallen angels are categorized into separate groups. The first group, it is found in 2 Peter chapter 2, 4, and you may have to go and search that yourself. And angels who sinned and was cast down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved for judgment. This is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 3. Second, angels who fell and whom God allowed to continue serving Satan and his kingdom. This is found in Deuteronomy chapter 29 and verse 29 it speaks of the secret things that belongs to the Lord our God but those things that are revealed belongs to us and our children forever that we may do all the works of this law since Satan can't be in more than one place at the same time he dispatches a multitude of fallen angels to do his dirty work for him, making it where they're, they're existing without body and form to do his will so thoroughly that it may seem as though he's present any and everywhere, but he's not. Only God is that way. Omniscient, omnipresence, that's what it is, and omnipotent. So, a demon is an unclean spirit who can be more wicked than others. They get inside of a person to house themselves and control their thoughts, speech, or actions all at the same time, allowing other demons to be invited in and to reside. In Matthew chapter 12, verse 43 through 45 clearly states that when the unclean spirit has left a man he walked through dry places seeking first and find none the spirit said i will return so it returns to the individual to the to my house where it came out when he come he finds it clean empty swept garnished meaning the house is fully clean, meaning the person cleaned up their life, changed. And as he returned, he takes with himself seven other demons, which are more wicked than himself, and they enter in and dwell in that house, and the last state of that man is worse than the first. And so shall it be, also unto this wicked generation. So I'm going to give you a prime example, which is you have to actually pay close attention to this. This example is confusion and vice, his brother in, who is frustration. And frustration invites his cousin in, who is anger. And it goes on, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So these are different 
demonic spirits coming in. Every time you get angry, you actually invite other spirits, which are more horrible than the ones that you already have living inside of you. So you have to pay close attention to your emotions because demons could only read you by your body actions or reactions to something. So keep that in mind. They are intelligent beings who knew who Jesus was when he spoke with a man who was possessed with demons. Demons have supernatural strength and cannot overthrow you unless you invite them in. The only way that you wouldn't invite them in is you're being aware of your emotions and you are having control of those emotions. Your feelings and your emotions, they are not something that's of God. Yes, God may have given us that, that side, but he has given us another side to actually gain control of how we feel or how we react to something. So it's all about a discipline. You have to discipline yourself. And you have to not only discipline yourself, you have to also um, give it to God. You have to submit, as it says in, in scripture, submit yourself to God, fully to God, and resist the devil and he will flee. So that is one thing. And that's a very hard thing to work with because it takes a lot of practice and you have to um, actually reprogram your, your mind because as children, when we were growing up, we had learned these habits and the habits have become um, forming. And so therefore it takes some time to break the pattern, to break the habits, but habits can be broken. So don't believe that they can't. So there can be a change. It's all up to you making up your mind and um, surrendering everything to God. That means your emotions. Place it in God's hands. Because, believe me, I know how hard it is, but it is something that you can't overcome because I'm going through that still. And I'm breaking the, um, the sin, not the sin, I'm breaking the habit of me being out of control with my feelings when something arises. And I'm allowing the Holy Spirit to help me. And believe me, when you're going through spiritual warfare, it is a lot. You um, tend to really um, learn about yourself while you're going through that because your emotions is the biggest thing that has to be worked on. So not only that, um, this is what um, is still saying what I wrote about um, them. They are intelligent beings who really knew who Jesus was when he spoke with a man who was possessed with demons. So I already mentioned this a little bit earlier. Um, demons have supernatural strength, but they cannot overthrow you. Keep this in mind. You have more power than a demonic spirit. You are actually over them. We are higher than them. Jesus is above us. God above Jesus. We are below Jesus, and we are above all demonic spirits. Therefore, we have the Spirit of God living inside of us. So we have power, and we have um, also we have authority to command that spirit to do what it's supposed to do. It has to accept its defeat because 
we have the victory. It's already been defeated in the name of Jesus because the blood of Jesus at the cross is what defeated death. All Satan's kingdom is, him and his, his um, demons, all they are is a kingdom of death. They are a kingdom that leads to death. It is a counterfeit God and a counterfeit kingdom. That's all a lie. Has no power because Satan cannot create anything. Satan is not, is not able to have to take and get a soul. So anyone who says that they sold their soul to the devil is deceived. It is a deceptive lie that he is telling. So anyone who is believing this is lost. Satan did not create, so he cannot take. Therefore, if your soul belongs to God, the creator of this body, this vessel, you belong to God. Keep that in mind. So they cannot overthrow you unless you invite them in. You unless you believe the deceptive lie. All who are affected by these types of spirits include men, woman, boy, girl, atheists, spiritual believers of the unknown, Christian believers, non-believers, backsliders, backbiters, liars, cheaters, and the list can go on. If you are out of the will of God, these are what you are experiencing, any kind of negativity you are experiencing from demonic spirits because they're trying to keep you trapped and keep you stuck where you are so you don't find out who you are. Your identity is in Christ. You have to find out who you are. Study Christ. You will know who you are. You will know your power and you will know that they, that they are defeated and they are up under your feet in the name of Jesus. So the list can go on, but the point that I'm trying to make is that we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the reference to this is Romans chapter 3, verse 23. And that we are not exempt from the trickery devices of our adversary and his demons as long as we are alive and living on this earthen, living on this earth and in this earthen vessel. That's what I want you to know. In this introduction, this book will open up any um, any type of um, demonic activity. That is why it is called signs of having demonic spirits right in your back. So if you have any of these issues, like I was saying, and you don't have any control over your emotions, therefore, if you have demonic spirits right in your back and it's not just one, because once you get one, another one enters in because it brings in more things like I said I was talking about um, the brother um, the sibling having a brother come in and a brother brings in the cousin and the cousin can bring in the uncle and the uncle can bring in the grandma it could be any of it, it could be anyone so have an understanding that you are not exempt from the enemy attacking you in any kind of way but the only way to be safe is to be under the covering of God, under the covering of the blood of Jesus and having the Holy Spirit, being filled with the Holy Spirit and walking the Christian life, walking on the straight and narrow road. That means that you seek God about everything and you allow the Holy Spirit to um, 
to lead and guide you. It is your compass and it is what you need. You cannot lose it because if you lose it, you will lose your way and you won't be able to make it back home. Our home is not here on earth. Our home is in heaven. Therefore, you should be um, sorting up your treasures in heaven to make it back in the name of Jesus. I love you. And this is your host, Wilhelmina, um, from Life Transformational Self-Help Production. And hopefully you will learn from this video. And I will be posting more of this um, on um, social media, um, the first chapter. Um, I don't know when, but I'm doing this video right now because I'm going to do it as a video and an audio to help you and do it in paper. So, paper book. Love you. And have a blessed morning, a blessed afternoon, a blessed evening, and have a blessed night's rest wherever you are. Love you in the mighty name of Jesus. Be blessed. Do the intro of my book that I'm writing. I also have another book that I've been writing, but um, I don't know if I'm going to um, add it to this podcast. I may. So, I hope you enjoyed it, and I would like to take this opportunity to re, um, have you to reflect upon how close and far um, your relationship you would like to have it to go with God um, in 2024, um, going um, overflowing into 2026, walking um, all the way in the fullness of what God has called you to be. We are soldiers and we are um we are soldiers who are fighting for the lord our fight is not physical therefore it is spiritual while fighting our tools that we use for the fight in the physical is our hands our mouth and we use our feet we use our thought process and our writing skills, anything that God has given you an idea with to win souls to the kingdom, back to heaven. So this opportunity is a great opportunity for you to make a decision. And what you decide today will be what is your destination your destiny's end so you want to actually think carefully about the choice that you make here so i'm going to invite you into a prayer a confession of faith and asking for forgiveness of your sins so could you pray with me heavenly father forgive me of my sins I believe that Jesus died and rose on the third day, and it was just for me. I'm asking you to come into my life and direct my path towards your righteousness, holiness, sanctification, and purity in mind, spirit, body, and soul. My hopes and dreams are in you, and you, Father God, are the source and the only source for making my hopes, dreams, visions, and destiny a reality. It is according to my perceptions of who you are uh, that makes you how great you are. The 
that I may increase, that I may be healed, that I may be delivered, that I may be free. So it's all in you, Lord, Father God. In you, I have my being, and without you, I could do nothing. Father God, I surrender every area of my life to you, now and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so now that I have opened up this prayer of confession for you to confess your sins and um, ask for forgiveness and for you to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior of your life, um, gives you salvation. Salvation is the first part of the baptism um, out of the three. Um, salvation um, means that you're saved. That's something that cannot be taken away. Um, yeah, and so the next thing you want to do is you want to actually um, step into uh, being water baptism, baptized. Meaning that when you go down in the water, it's fully submerged in the water, not the sprinkling like the like the um, priest, um, and not even just putting pour water over your head. You have to actually your full body has to go down because when you go down, it is a symbol that you have died with Christ. That means that your flesh died with Christ. Just imagine it. Jesus died on the cross, shedding His blood. The water represents. The death of Jesus. So you are changing your mind about following your own will and you're following God's will. So baptism is important. You need that. That's the second baptism. The third one, which is the last baptism, is the Holy Spirit. And it is what you need that's necessary in order for you to survive in this life. Because this is not a physical war that's going on. It is spiritual. Therefore, what is in the physical, what you can see, is temporary. It will all pass away, wither away, it will be no more. But what you do spiritually, what you do for God spiritually, or what you do for Satan spiritually, is it, it determines where your destiny lies. So you want to be careful in what you pick and choose. So everything that's in the spiritual is permanent. It's something you can't take back. And just think, imagine you're speaking words and you're speaking um, negative words about someone. Gossip is one of them. When you gossip, you are actually speaking against the person's spirit. That spirit, those, those words go to that person's spirit. It travels. It's something you cannot take back. You can only try to change what you have said, corrected it in the physical. Once it goes out to the spiritual, there's no return. And these are things that is being reported in heaven. Angels are recording. And that's why when we stand before God, our whole life from the time that we came out of the womb, all the way up to the day that we died, will be played back. Some of us going to be ashamed. All the stuff that we've we done and we didn't commit our life to God, change it at all. Going back and, and just making sure that we say that we're sorry and, and live um, the life that God has, has planned for us, which is his will. We are not our own. Jesus went to the cross because Jesus went there to redeem us, to reconcile us back to God. 
Our home is not here on earth. Our home is in heaven. In this place, we, we are absent without. We need to get back there. It's very important to live forever in the eternity. Um, in, with God, you have to actually walk the life. It is a walk of lifestyle. How you present yourself to others. And love is the greatest of them all. Whether you have enemies or not, whoever may have offended you or harmed you in any kind of way, this is a time for you to forgive them regardless. And you can love them just like God do. Because believe me, we have offenders. We love them. But the thing, one thing you can do, if it makes you feel much better, pray that God deliver that soul from, from that bondage. That, that, that spirit has to has them under. It is not the person. It is the spirit behind it that is doing whatever it's doing to you. Causing the spiritual warfare because that spirit is telling that individual to do that. And you have to also think about they are a soul. And all souls belong to God. They don't belong to no one else. God created them. Therefore, if it belongs to God, Satan don't have any entitlement to it. I don't understand why Beyonce and all them and the, all the other people are here talking about they sold their soul to the devil. You can't sell anything that the devil don't own. He don't own you. It's all a deceptive lie. So, be more aware of, um, of your emotions. Be more aware of um, your thought patterns because, and, be, and also be aware of people that you come in contact with that you may know or you may not know uh, the things that they're saying. Um, if you are, um, you are saved and um, you are um, a believer and you, uh, you may be at the beginning of your walk of it, you can be all, all the way where you deep into it, but you still don't have a full understanding. You want to pray and ask God to help you to discern the spirits, discern, have the spirit of discernment because there are people who are out here that the, um, that the devil has on assignment that you can't even see. You can't even see. You don't even know what, who they are or where they're coming from. They'll just come up and then they'll tell you something and it, they make it believable because the, the enemy is a liar. In scripture, it talks about it. Uh, about him being um, the, um, the father of lies and that he never abode in truth and he also um, would tell a lie. He would tell you something that seems like it is the truth. He would tell you only half the truth. Anything that's half the truth is a lie. It's still a lie. Just like sin, there is no big or little sin. Sin is sin. That's how God sees it. And sin means that you are in opposition of God. That means that you are someone that God doesn't really like as much. You don't like the sin. He doesn't like the sin. It's not you. It's the sin. He loves you so much that he wants you to be live sin free. The only way you can live sin free is to give your life over to God. That means for you to be, submit yourself to the Lord. Submit yourself and resist the devil. That means all the little trickery things he got, his plan, his little um, tactics that he throws out, um, the attacks. That means, you know, engulf yourself with the spirit of God. Just 
Ask God to saturate you. You have to talk to God on a consistent basis. You have to communicate with God because that's another um, that's another importance besides you reading the Bible. When you read the Bible, you are actually being fed the word. You are hearing the mind of God. And you're supposed to follow what it's saying. Not only do you hear the word of God through reading your Bible and studying it, you hear the word of God through him communicating to you, you it through a prayer. Prayer is important. Get a prayer life. Make that a central thing for this year. And like I was saying, whenever you have someone who is offending you, because you have to forgive or your, your, your sins won't be forgiven. You have to love the person. You don't have to know them. You don't have to be in their presence. But you can pray for them. Pray that God deliver them. Freedom. They need freedom. They mostly need freedom, peace, and they need um, focus. They need to be refocused, redirected. And you can't do that. Only God can. You pray that God change their life. No matter how dark they are, God still can change that heart. But souls belong to God. Satan don't own anything. He can't create anything. So therefore, he don't own anything here. Not even this earth. This is God's. And that's why it's going to pass away. With them, gone. If evil, gone permanently. That is the plan. So, also get in your mind that hell was not created. God didn't create hell for, for human beings to go there. But for Satan and his demons. But because mankind has followed the ways or the pathways of evil, that's why some are going to be going there. Because of the choice that they made. The thing, one thing is, God gave man, like I was speaking about the demons, God gave man a choice like he gave Satan and his demons a choice. You have a choice. We are the only ones that had choice. Other creation didn't even have that. They just had to live by the rules of what God said was to be done. Even angels in the heavens. Same thing. So you were given a choice. Use your choice wisely. To choose sin or to go and be with the world with Satan to do Satan's um, evil deeds is that is in opposition of God if it is you being out of alignment with God choose love over death Satan and his kingdom is death Follow that path is death. When you follow what God is having you to do, you follow his will and let it be his will and not your will. Cancel your will. That means die to your will. When you went down in the water and you asked God to save you, give you um, the Holy Spirit, you died to all of what you used to be. Your new creation. I'm trying to explain it as clear as I can. And it's so, so simple, I'm pretty sure that a child will understand. Um, you can stop making the mistakes by stop entertaining 
the unknown. Stop entertaining what you do know and start following what God says to do. It's a reason why we have the Bible here. The Bible is our instructions, specifically was left for us to be able to make our way back home. The only way we make our way back home is fully submitting ourselves to God. Now, you have help. You have, you have God, you have the Holy Spirit. Father God, you have the Holy Spirit, and you have Jesus. They're all here with you. They never leave you, never forsake you. So anyone is saying that God is not with them or they feel like the Holy Spirit is not with them, you have to check where you are in your walk and check what you are believing in. You have to check to see what is the deceptive lie that's there. Because the enemy throws in deceptive lies. He's the one to tell you that God don't love you, that God won't, don't want nothing to do with you. He's always going to God accusing about you. Regardless of how bad you've been, God still loves you. He loves you enough to die for. Just think about that word, to die for. That's how much love God has for us. And I'm really trying to help someone that may be lost out there. And if you are not fully walking with God, straighten it up. Make it a straight walk right now. It's not hard to do. It just takes you um, changing your mind and you um, consistently being intentional about what you're doing. Like I'm intentional about making sure you get this message to you. I'm going to keep being intentional because I'm intentional about what, what God needs me to do. I understand. I love every person on this earth, every person in the world, wherever they are. I don't even know them, but I love them like God loves them because I know that that is a soul that God loves and because God loved me first. And I know no matter what is being done, that God is always going to uh, um, love me. The thing is, I love them so much. It doesn't matter how much evil they're doing. They don't. They don't understand what they're doing because they don't understand um, who they are really serving. They're serving a counterfeit God, and they're a part of a counterfeit kingdom, which will not prosper, which is going to pass away, which is going to wither away. Like it says in Scripture, um, that the wicked is going to wither away like the flowers that bloom in the springtime. Think about that. All the metaphors I'm giving you, you should have to um, be able to link everything up and have an understanding to change, have a changed heart. Give God your heart. That means, I mean, when I say your heart, I'm not talking about a physical heart because the physical thing is going to pass away. That won't be anymore. It is your spirit and give God your soul. Your spirit and your soul. Your soul is the most valuable thing that you have. Understand me when I say this because the enemy... If it wasn't, he wouldn't be so so um, keen on trying to get your soul, to trick you out of it. And if you um, really uh, don't understand, go back to the um, episode I just, the last episode I just posted that's about um, could it be that your sin cycle be, is bedazzled. Listen to what I'm saying. Now, I'm telling you about the movie um, Bedazzled. It's clever. It's how the enemy works. It's even worse than that. The enemy is even more clever because he done made sure everything is on social media to get your attention. Be careful what your eyes are entertaining. 
because you can be entertaining demons because they can see through the um the soul through your eyes and not only that they can only know what you like by your reaction through your speech and conversation they're they're taking notes on you and even though you don't learn from your mistake and you do it again and keep doing it again the devil and his demons they learn from it so you need to be that way learn from your mistakes and not do it again be aware of what you're doing be aware of your emotions at all times be, and you have to renew your mind consistently um and you have to ask god to cover you you got to know how to learn how to pray if you don't know how to pray um, you have to ask God to help you with that because I had to do that myself. I knew how to pray a little bit, but not as much as I can do now. Like you hear, I can pray. I can pray um, effectively, and um, I have because I have a better understanding. And prayer is important. That is one thing that the enemy doesn't want you to do. He don't want you to pray. He don't want you to praise and worship God. Those are important things. Those are your tools. Use your tools, and he he don't want you to ever use Jesus' name. Jesus is your power. He's your defender, and he is the one who delivers. His blood heals. Heals. It don't mean that you have to have an open wound, a physical wound. He heals spiritually. He don't want you to use that. Keep in mind, these are the things I'm telling you, what the enemy doesn't want you to do. He doesn't want you to learn your identity. Learn your identity. If you want to know who you are, study Jesus. Study the chapters with Jesus. Go through um, go through um, Romans, Colossians, um, go through um, Luke. It's, it's a bunch of chapters study Jesus. What Jesus does is what we should be doing because we have power over the enemy. The devil don't have any power over us. He is really, he's under our feet. God made sure we was over him. He wants to make it seem like he's over us and try to scare us. But fear is not from God because God has not given us the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Therefore, you need to keep that in mind. And that is in scripture. I'm not just speaking these things in because right now I can't tell you which spiritual scripture they are in because of um, what I'm speaking about. I'm speaking um, out of, um, out of the um, order of what I normally would be doing. But I'm trying to help um, someone. And I pray that um, you will give your life fully over to God and that it, um, that your life will become more prosperous and blossoming. And we, as Christian believers and followers who walk the walk and, and talk the talk, um, we should be a light. When I say we should be a light, we should be so bright that the enemy can see us coming and it scares them because the enemy don't want anything, don't want to be exposed. But when your light shines, it exposes darkness. And that's why the enemy will be attacking to try to stop you from trying to um to get other souls to get on board. But this is um, this is um, not a game. This is something. This when I say that this, um, your life is so serious, 
the enemy is, is physically, I mean, spiritually fighting for your soul. That's why he throws everything in. It is for your soul to keep. That means you would be eternally burning in hell. And keep in mind, because I don't know where the idea of um, having purgatory and all these sitting places when you die, that's all a deceptive lie. There will not be a, a purgatory or a sitting place, a waiting place for you, for you to be going before you um, are called to be um, come before God. When you close your eyes here, the thing is, if you have made the choice to stay on the side of evil, once you close your eyes up, you're going straight to hell. It's not no waiting. Your soul and spirit, your, your soul and spirit will go right there. And it, it will be waiting for whatever judgment right in there. You will be tormented and stuff. That That's when everything starts there. But if you choose God, you go straight to heaven. So you want to make sure you make the right choice in this life. So what we should be storing up are gifts in heaven. The things of God not the things here on earth. You cannot take any of that with you. As you can see, when someone dies, the, the body that the, the body that the spirit and soul has been possessing is no more. It stays here. It doesn't go anywhere. If you notice that it's being buried into the ground, the soul and the spirit is the only thing that leaves because that is what makes us who we are. That is only a temporary transportation to get us from point A to point B. That is all it is to carry around the soul and spirit and our vital organs. It's not of any value. Your soul is what of value because that's who makes that, that makes you who you are. So, trying to give you a clear clarity of uh, which choices you should make. But um, I pray that you don't um, go opposite of God. With God, you have everything. There's no losing. That's the winning side. Like I said, choosing Satan and um, his kingdom, um, you are actually um, giving yourself a sign deal um, for death. You signed away your life. So, and just keep in mind that um, Satan don't own anything. He don't own no soul. So, selling your soul to the devil is a lie. You ain't sold nothing. You take that back. What you do is you take it back and you say that you uh, renounce it. You ask, you ask God for forgiveness and renounce it in the name of Jesus. With that said, um, this is your host, Wilhelmina. Thank you for listening. Have a blessed, wonderful, prosperous morning, day, afternoon, evening, night, and restful sleep. Love you. Peace out.